Technology, a black in citizen podcast. This is the first episode. I am one of your hosts. My name is Tara. I am 29, almost 30. I've been a K pop fan for 10 years, originally a shiny fan, but you know, we about that multi life over here. And uh, super excited to finally start this podcast with my other host, whose name is. Hi everyone, I'm Kat. Um, I'm 31 years old. Happy birthday! Yay! My birthday was on Tuesday, um, and I I didn't cry a lot, but I pretended to cry a lot. Um, I'm really, as a Sagittarius does. As a Sagittarius does, it's either fight or cry. There's no in between for us. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited to start this podcast because NCT is a newer, compared to the groups that I'm into, the newer group and there's so much going on with them so I'm really excited to just dive into them and talk about everything that they have going on, which is a lot, a lot. Yeah, as official hag stands getting into nct is so overwhelming because we're used to like actual drought whereas like nct is like the longest drought you'll ever have is like two hours and then even yeah. then i don't believe it because all the people who say oh i miss blah 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 i'm like you're just not caught up on content there's just no way you are there's for no you to way. be saying that <laughs> there's just too much for you to say this yeah, and these days, especially, NCT is like a, the best example I could give. These days, it's just content after content after content. And if you don't have a YouTube video, you'll have a V Live. If you don't have a V Live, you have Bubble. If you don't have Bubble, you know, there's something else going on on Twitter. They're having there's, a Yeah, show. Twitter, Twitter <laughs> mention party, Instagram. Yeah. Like, there's just something always going on. And also, NCT Life, which is a paid subscription for partially so if you know you <laughs> haven't seen that that means you still have content available yeah i was con- trying to like conceptualize like how much i'm behind on nct content and i still haven't watched i've only watched the first episode of nct world 2.0 so that's where i'm at and then everything after that has been <laughs> i haven't touched any of that I mean, same, because I haven't, only, even worse, because I haven't seen any of NCT World 2.0, except oh, for no. whatever Twitter clips have popped yeah. up. So, whew, there's just so much going on, but I just want to start this podcast out by saying congratulations, NCT. It has been a mm. wild year, a very yeah. successful wild year. Shout out to Neozone for basically being in the 
I want to say top five best-selling albums of the year. Of the year, 100%. And then... NCT 2020, I mean, Resonance Part 1, yes, Resonance Part 2, ah! <laughs> A smaller, a smaller, quieter, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, Part 1, yes, Part 2, because yeah. <laughs> it's just, I feel like it's just a lot, though, like, I, I get it, like, I get that, you know, it's the end of the year, you're running off of steam, basically, like, I get it. Oh, but, Lucas uh, is ready to go. Lucas, Lucas has had it. Yeah, Lucas is like, I'm ready to go. Speaking of um, Lucas and just Wavy in general, um, I know we're going to get into, like, updates and stuff like that, but I was just looking at it, like, 10 minutes ago because um, I haven't caught up on, on Bubble at all. So I think Wavy might be having a comeback early next year because when when kind of said i think winwin and lucas were kind of like oh we're working today or we're recording jk i'm not allowed to say that so it's just oh, fresh Lord. in my mind when i was wanted to right. throw it's like oh yeah shout out to wavy who also had an amazing album awake in the world this mm-hmm. year uh there's just so much yeah i am look it's too much it's a lot it's a lot can they like but also lucas i really hope that you get to rest because you can just tell that poor baby is ready to go yeah i think they just replaced all of the tours that they were going to have this year with just back-to-back comebacks lucas 10 mark ty like super m their own respective groups and then NCT 2020, it's a lot. Also, Taemin. Taemin, you know, had Super M, and then he had his three-part comeback. It's Do, do they have beds? Yo, Edmund Entertainment said the bag will not stop, no matter what. They said all the money we're not going to make on these tours that we're going to make with these comebacks. They're like, well, since we don't have to worry about touring and spacing that out, um, let's go ahead and move everything to the fourth quarter. (laughs) I mean, it's a smart move, to be honest, but I just really hope they're taking into consideration. We know they're not, but I just really hope they're taking into consideration, you know, that humans can only go so hard for so long before then, you know, we're going to get an announcement this person is taking rest for a few months because we're idiots. And anyways, um, moving on. Right, right. Oh, uh, also, is that is that Jeno? Is Je- is Jeno injured? Jisung is injured. Oh, Jisung is injured. Yeah. Because okay. like I know one of the dreamies is injured again, so that's yeah. already like a testament to the fact Literally. that too much is happening. <laughs> Um, but basically the only updates I wanted to talk about, since this is still more of an introductory episode, is that basically, again, just congratulations, because they're raking in the awards this year, and it's well-earned. I yeah. don't think that any of the albums released by NCT this year are bad. I have yeah. them ranked in my head, but they're all good. Yeah, same. I have my list in my head, but out of everything that's come out this year like those are good solid albums like i feel like um in my opinion empathy era is one of their best eras which just happened to be like the what nct 2020 is 
And I just think that compared to that, everything released this year just kind of topped that for me. So I think that's a testament to myself. Like, dang, they're just getting better and better as time goes on. Yeah, they've, um, man, the Discog is deep. And honestly, I didn't expect any less from SM Entertainment. They really don't really miss when it comes to the musical production anyway. Right. They miss in a lot of other ways, but the music is always <laughs> going to be slapping. <laughs> That's true. I think what was it on Twitter? I saw it was 68 songs that were released by NCT as a whole this year. That's crazy. Oof, Can you that, imagine? Yeah. Ooh, because also, like, Taman released, I think, what, 40 songs this yeah. year? So, yeah. ooh, it's like, like a lot. <laughs> I just, I can't, on top of content, on top of a series, basically. Like, when they named their channel NCT Daily, like, they weren't kidding. Right, like... There really is like a video every day and it's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, kind of like, who's doing all of this? Although I will say, JCC, um, it's been a little dry lately, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, please release something. Thank you. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, let's speaking of Jonathan, since uh, that is one of your NCT biases, Mm -hmm. let's talk our NCT biases. Who are your main NCT biases? I think this is such a bad question to ask an N citizen because there's so many members. I I haven't broken down. Okay. Starting five. So, (laughs) well... Um, <laughs> for 120 NCT 127, it's Taeyong. For Dream, it's Hechan. For Wavy, it like fluctuates between Kun and Winwin. Like it depends on the day. It depends on the weather, honestly. And then <laughs> overall, like my overall arching like bias and I keep this on the DL because I always say it's Taehyung but it's really Hechan it really is oh yes we are absolutely full sons in this podcast 100% we are definitely full sons I also stand Hechan a lot um Hechan for me is like watching Taemin all over again exactly oh my god Yes. So exactly. it's so it's just like seeing someone who's like incredibly talented just continue to like grow and change and like yeah. when that Hachon solo hits, it's going to be the same epic level as Danger was. If I cry, look away. <laughs> like don't at me, don't come for me. Just let me be in my in my sunflower corner crying my eyes out. Thank you. Yeah, sunflowers, sunflower nation, rise for your full sun. Yeah, um, I'm actually way more convicted about my NCT biases, though. I'm very upset <laughs> because <laughs> one person literally debuted and jumped into my bias list. Oh my god, I saw you! I saw that, and I was like, already, oh, dang. 
<sighs> anyway, so my day one bias, like day one ride or die was Heichan. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, that kid is so talented. And also all of his ad libs on uh, Heartbreaker, I'm just like, yep. He he's the one for me. We we're standing womb to the tomb, and then I really fell in love with Taeyong through uh, Super M, and mm. then Lucas, who has finally moved out of the doghouse since earlier this year. He was up to no good, but he's back to being a regular member of my starting five. <laughs> Um, he had to he had to ride the bench for a while. <laughs> he really did, but you know, yeah. And then um, Shotaro is just so oh, it's annoying. He's like when he debuted, I'm like, he's so cute. What is this? And he's just still so cute. And then Make a Wish came, and I was just like, he's so talented, such a good dancer. Is that him doing that ad lib? I really like his voice. How <laughs> arrest this man? He's too cute. He's so adorable. Like he's close. Like I completely understand. He's very, very close to becoming like jumping over somebody on my bias list, and I'm just like, just smile one more time, and you're there. Uh, he 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 is that literal emoji of like the rosy cheeks and the smiley face hmm. it's so it's so ridiculous That's horrible i just want to hug him just be like you and then but then you watch him dance and you're like oh um pause uh should you be dancing like this right <laughs> also his rise to fame is just so cool too since hmm. he started out just sort of covering nct songs and then got signed to SM and then got signed to NCT. Yeah, pretty, I think it was in, like, the span of, like, eight months, like, two months, like, pre-debut and then training for six months and then debuting, and it was, like, a lot of people were, like, wow, that's fast, but if you look at his history with dancing, he's been, he said it himself, he's been dancing since he was five years old, and it clearly shows. So, if you don't need to train... You know, you've been training outside of the company and you just need, you know, six months to get, you know, PR training and all that stuff. Um, the SMification of yourself. AKA, well, never mind. <laughs> the melanin erasure. I'll say Let it. me be quiet. <laughs> no, I was thinking of something else, but oh. let me be quiet. <laughs> no, 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 not on this podcast. Let's go. What is it? I was like, oh, and he also, you know, got the SM surgery special. Oh, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if SM does have like contracted, yeah, like a contracted package for like a discount. It's like every year we'll send you this many people as long as we pay like $2. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's a reason why there's that, like, famous SM uh, SM line thing where, like, you know, there's Jaejun's line and then there's uh, the Dino line. I'm not going to say cloning, but I mean, that's, sorry, that's tinfoil hat territory. I apologize for that. <laughs> um, moving on, Tara, if you're 
Are you done talking about your biases? Uh, yeah, I would say, well, Kuhn always has, Kuhn and Doyoung also always have, like, special places in my heart. I wouldn't say mm. that they're, like, official biases in NCT, but mm. I'm always checking for them. Because um, Kuhn can cook, and that's, that's great. We love that over here. <laughs> Kuhn can cook. He punched out a fire one time. He can do magic and play the piano and produce. What? He he can fly a plane? He can drive a car. He can drive a car. Listen, if you're not Kuhn, please do not look at me. <laughs> do not talk <laughs> to me. Meet those standards and then we'll talk. Honestly, valid. Honestly. Um, I wanted to ask you, I know we talked a little bit about this before, but how exactly did you get into NCT? Are you typing right now? Me? No. Yeah. I keep hearing like a clicking sound. That's not me. Oh. I'm the ghost of NCT. <laughs> right. What I ghost? Know. You know what? Anyway. <laughs> Um, so how I got so I got into NCT was uh-huh. uh, I had so first off I'm like you know SM Town troll or whatever I listen to all their artists or at least you know I'll check some of their stuff out just because they usually have like R and B and stuff so hmm. so I was like oh who's this uh nct group this is sm's new boy group so then i heard the seventh sense and i was blown all the way out of the water then i started looking at the ages listed and i was like you know what (laughs) i i'm gonna keep listening to the music but i'm just never going to watch any of the music videos And it also just so happened to be at a time when I was kind of like sort of moving away from K-pop because it was just getting really exhausting uh, with the scandals and stuff because I'm also like a huge Big Bang fan. So like that was a mess. And yeah. then um, and then everything with uh, Shiny, it was just like, oh, what a bad time to like move away from K-pop because NCT really was dropping the fire music but Mm. even though i didn't follow the group like activities i definitely still checked out every album release so like i have very specific memories of like listening to every single nct album when it dropped in the subway (laughs) (laughs) um so like i remember the seventh sense was just on repeat like all day that day when it dropped and Mm -hmm. then i i even sent it to my friend who like doesn't listen to k-pop and i'm just like you just need to hear the production because it's that good i agree with that a hundred percent so then I, so then i like really started to like stan nct in like the summer of 2019 when superhuman dropped because of course i'm a shiny fan and superhuman is a uh, shiny song given to nct yeah pretty much (laughs) and i'm just like i love this song so much and then i like looked through my music library and i'm just like listen you've listened to sun and moon 127 times i think that 
you should just stand already. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not learning all those names. There's just no way. <laughs> and then after like two episodes of Weekly Idol, I was like, wow, I know all their names. <laughs> yeah, people always think, how am I supposed to memorize their names? And then like three days later, you're like, oh yeah, I know who they are. I know who all these children are mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> Start counting kids like Taeyong. Literally. They just all become your children. You're like, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got 18 or so children. It's fine. It's fine. So how did you... So you followed them since since pre-debut when they were SM rookies, right? Yeah, so this is weird. My story about getting into NCT is like in and out. I remember them on SM Rookies. I remember Heitan, Mark, and I remember when they did like a couple showcases for um, SM Town. And I was like, oh, they're cute, blah, blah, blah. And then I was really following for the girls, though. Like, I was really following for um, Silgi and that whole group. I was following for them. And then Red Velvet debuted, and I was like, yay, my girls, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I left that alone for a while. I would watch like SM, like Mickey Mouse Club and things like that, like once in a while, not really paying attention. And then I heard about NCT debuting and that whole press conference that Lee Mom did or whatever. I didn't watch it, but I heard about it and I was like, what the fuck? What is he trying to do? He's crazy. He's actually oh, insane. Yeah, Lee Suman has been trying to do this whole rotational unit for a while. So yeah. I guess congratulations, you finally <laughs> did it. And I'm like, this is basically AKB48. Like, I think he's trying to copy everything. Like, it's not gonna work. Like, that's it works in Japan because it's like a specific thing. Is it gonna work in Korea and? he was talking about going global like is it gonna work globally like how is this supposed to work so I put that in the back of my mind and then I was I remember I was in my apartment and my other roommate had literally just gone out and I was like I'm bored as hell I'm gonna go through um like k-pop music videos and I saw Mark's teaser for the seven cents NCTU I'm like oh my god Mark from SM Rookies. He's debuting. That's great. And I saw that teaser and I think his came out with either 10 or TY. So I watched the teasers and then everybody was saying like April, I think April 8th or something like that was when it was going to come out. Came out. I was like, this is the best debut song I've heard since Chinese Replay. Wow. Yep. I agree. Sorry, uh, XO. But... <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> I am not sorry. I mean, it was in their in EXO's defense. SM Mama is a freaking hard song to sell. I love it, but it's a hard sell. It's it is a it, it's an initial hard sell. Like now, I lo- I love it. But looking back at it, when it when EXO first debuted, I was not about it. They ended up being like my first K-pop concert, like solo group K-pop concert that I went to, ironically. But I was like, I don't know who this is. I don't like this. And then I saw that them perform it again. You remember the the K-drama was really popular, Airs? Yeah. They were on there performing at a party. And I was like, not these fuckers. 
Oh, God. Not airs. I never watched the full thing because I was like, I don't think I can handle another Lee Ho drama where he's a rich kid. It was a lot. It was a lot. And he didn't look that young to begin with, to be in high school. Anyways. Right, um, because at the point at the point when Ayers was airing, he was definitely thirty. And so we like, all knew it. So yeah. it was like, how far do you want me to suspend my like my imagination? Because all I see, like Park Shane looks she looks young. Like she looks yeah. high school age. This just looks like an adult trying to be a high schooler and now I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So <laughs> Anyway, anyways, um, back to so yeah, I saw them. Love the debut song, left it alone. Um, it until Empathy era, and that was when I heard. Uh, I had listened to Fire Truck, but it's Fire Truck and it was loud. Then I was like, ah, it's not my uh, favorite the, thing. The beginning of the NCT noise. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> this is it's cool, but like I'm not. I wasn't in like hype mode at that time empathy era came i listened to a couple songs i think go i listened to go boss and something else God, I can't remember. boss is everything boss is everything i think once i saw boss i was like yeah but um i didn't decide to like stan nct until kcon new york 2018 i went and my cousin can attest to this. Samuel, if you're listening, he can attest to this. I was scream singing every single song. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, I guess I am them. an in-citizen. <laughs> I guess I am an in-citizen. And I bought, I literally bought my light stick the next day. So. Oh, man. I'm so jealous. I still haven't seen NCT. I was supposed to see nct127 for the uh, awards yeah. but covid ah. there's always next year i mean things are gonna get better there's always next year we got to be on live concerts i mean sm if you want to do an nct 2020 beyond live concert is, let me know <laughs> Although I still have mixed feelings about the fan talk sessions because the yeah, Wi-Fi is very ghetto. Let's not. Let's just skip that and just have like just music with like um, talking them talking in between and then more music, and I'll be good. Right. We don't need any fan interaction this time. No. No. A good effort, like A plus effort, but no. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. Oh my god. Honestly, I can totally imagine you like screaming every single word at KCON that year. <laughs> I have it on video. I still have it. it's in I mean if you go to my Instagram, it's in one of my stories for KCON. And I was like I was literally sitting next to my cousin and I'm like, the girl next to me was like screaming fire truck and I was like you know what why am I not screaming fire truck (laughs) it was literally my awakening I will say I didn't like please don't hate me I didn't like TY when I first got into NCT 
Oh, I don't know who you are. I don't know who I was either. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is now canceled. Yeah, I don't so know who it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was. And you know what's funny? My bias and shiny is Jonghyun. Like, I'm a blinger. I didn't like Jonghyun either at the beginning. This always happens to me. And I need to stop doing that. because You know what it is? What is you're it? Probably, you're probably doing that thing that a lot of peach zins do before they and like just give up mm-hmm. where they're just like i hate jaehyun i can't stand him he needs to go away and leave me alone and then he <laughs> smiles yep. and it's all over the dimples come out and it's all over oh god jaehyun that's so cute <sighs> anyways we'll talk about all the members in a sec but he's he's just it in general yeah. Okay. So I think your mic is clicking. My mic? That a, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Sorry. I <laughs> so couldn't, sorry. No, I couldn't hear it. So I, I, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's because it wasn't pushed all the way like screwed in all the way so anytime I moved the desk it would move the mic okay girl I was going through it (laughs) you have to tell me right away you can't just pretend (laughs) it's okay oh no there it goes again no it's because I'm adjusting it right now okay okay (laughs) no I'm just making sure that it's tight enough so it doesn't happen again okay cool okay good yeah. Okay. If it happens again, you have to tell me. Don't wait 29 minutes into this podcast. Well, I did ask you about the clicking, but you couldn't hear it, so. <laughs> Still. African God. clicking language. Hope you no. don't hear it on the playback. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> it's just going to have to be the first episode. There's always something wrong, and that's just, it is what it is. I mean, this is after all the ghetto. Of... <laughs> the Zencaster ghetto? I mean, and also in city is the ghetto, so. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe I've rented an apartment in N City. Like, I have my house in like the Shaw suburbs, but you know, sometimes I gotta come to the city for work and I've rented an apartment and it's just sometimes I just wanna you get got my eight car. Lo- eight locks on the door literally bars on the window yep a gun and in you the don't, case, in you case. definitely don't keep anything valuable at your in-city apartment mm-mm, mm-mm. all your that's, valuables are in the suburbs with nope. the gated community that's just for the comeback days where I have to be there and then as soon as the comeback is over right back to my three-story home in the shallow suburbs <laughs> yep <laughs> okay so as a way to like quiz ourselves and also just to talk about all the members and also just like you know well first before we start talking about all the members i have a challenge for you oh god okay explain the nct concept in (laughs) one sentence a clusterfuck no just kidding I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
you can't do it in one sentence. I'm not Doyoung, okay? I can't do that. No, Doyoung got that on lock. He's really, he's like, I'm ready to go now. In 2018, <laughs> I had to do this every single day. Ask me in 2020. Um, but, um, a, um, a, a lot of subunits that occasionally come together to form their main unit, like a transformer. Oh, like a Power Rangers. Yeah, uh, not a transformer. Yeah. The, the Power Ranger, the Megazord. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, NCT equals Megazord. Honestly, I like that. I like that. I was just going to... Mine is, like, super misleading, which is is just a K-pop group centered on a rotational concept. That's so smart. (laughs) Here I am thinking about Power Rangers. And you're just like, well, this is exactly what it is. It's not misleading. I, I think that touches on exactly what it is because NCT is supposed supposed to be a rotational unit like the members are supposed to be able to move around is that happening no but I mean with NCTU it is but that basically covers everything I think yeah so yeah do you think this is a question that I was asking myself earlier. Now that we've defined kind of what NCT is, do you think NCT and this whole concept will be able to continue beyond, let's say, 30 members? I think, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. Because yeah. I remember I remember people were talking about that, like, oh, an NCT th- and uh, 2030 NCT will uh, have, like, a 50-minute stage at mm-hmm. Mama. <laughs> and I'm just, like, I'm already, like, super, like, ready for NCT to just close themselves and cap it off at 23. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, already, like, you know what? We're actually done here. We got 23 people. They're all really great and solid. We don't need to add any more. I agree 100% with you because that's the answer that I came up with too. I was like, I don't know if it's going to work. Like, their rumors are that there's going to be, you know, uh, NCT Africa. Oh, (laughs) yeah. NCT Australia. Things like that. And I'm like, that's great. But when we get to, like, 30, 35 members, things like NCT, like, Empathy Era or NCT 2020 aren't going to be able to happen to the extent. And I think that when we get, when we finally do end up doing Resonance as an album, part one and two, I think that's something that we'll touch on is the, the distribution of these songs and things like that, because it's already difficult it's already extremely yeah. hard, so I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, especially too when you compare like the execution of empathy versus the execution of resonance. Mm-hmm. You start to see how like including even just like what's that five more people was already creating like a lot of mess. 
and I and I mean like not mess in the sense of like I don't really care about in citizens on Twitter complaining but like mess in the sense of like it's just statistically difficult to make a pleasing song that has 23 people on it yeah 23 people and having it done tastefully yeah I'm looking at you resonance Um, yeah so it's already a struggle so I just wanted to ask that question because I was like I was really thinking hard about it this morning um while I was listening I was listening to the albums and I'm like dang past this like what are they realistically going to be able to do in the future yeah Yeah. and then also too just like in general I'm always super suspicious of huge k-pop or j-pop groups because i feel like it the bigger a group grows in size the more likely it is to have members who don't really do anything and like aren't really good at anything which is fine some people are good at just standing there and looking really great like i don't i have nothing against the visuals of groups but like For me, I like to see in a K-pop group where everybody is utilized well. Yeah. So that's why as soon as a group starts to cross over more than like five members, I already start to become like suspicious. And Mm. then in NCT's case, it's like, oh, child, like I can't, like I can't imagine like 50 members and trying to not only know all their names, but also what groups to put them in and like what an NCTU song would look like when there's 50 people to choose from. Oh my God. That just gave me Harper. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> on even I'm stressing out about it. Can you imagine like just, cause we already saw the freaking chaos when the song for resonance part one and part two were announced and who mm-hmm. was on what track like and that's Making only stars. dividing yeah and it's like i don't even like if you added if you like doubled the current size of nct like i know no which is why honestly if you want to cap it at 23 great if you want to cap it at 25 great but after 25 i might just start only paying attention to 127 and wavy (laughs) i honestly same i was thinking that if it does go beyond that unless i like really unless someone's music another a new unit's music is like really bomb and i'm like immediately attracted to whatever group that is i will probably if it's like 35 members i'll be like i'm gonna pay attention to 127 dream and wavy because I know them. Them I know. So let me do that. Speaking of all of these units, do we want to talk about which, like, each unit and things like that? Yeah, so now we can, like, get into, like, just talking about the members and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And also quiz ourselves and make sure we don't forget people. (laughs) (laughs) And a nice little memory game. Keeping keeping us on our... Sorry, go ahead keeping us on our uh p's and q's keeping our old hag brains working (laughs) disclaimer i probably should have written them these down but i did not um so if we forget somebody don't come after us 
<laughs> oh, we won't we won't forget anyone because I've got this down. I practice in the shower every night. Okay, see, this is why you're here. This is why we need you. Thank you. <laughs> so I thought we'd start out by talking about the two newest members of NCT Shoulder mm-hmm. and Sungchan or Sungchan. Sungchan? Yeah, Sungchan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sungchan. That one. Sungchan, Sungchan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sungchan and Shotaro. I love Shotaro so much. He's so cute. He's just, like, I literally just want to, like, pinch him. I'm like, why are you so adorable? Jesus. And I, I, I sound like a mom. I sound like a mom. <laughs> I mean, it's oh. same, though. Isn't he also a 2000 liner? Yes, he is also a 2000 liner, and it's really cute watching him interact with the other 2000 liners because they they just kind of like embraced him and were, were like, come here, we know exactly what you need. Oh, he's so cute. He really is adorable. And his debut was basically, I, I don't want to say perfect, but it was perfect. It was perfect. Like, he knew how to work the camera. And again, I want to touch back. Six months of training under SM. He knew how to look at the camera. He, like, even if, you know, he was stumble on his words, because his Korean isn't as good as the other um, foreign members, even though he would stumble, like, it would be adorable because he at least, you know, attempted and tried. And it was, he's just, he's going to go far. I see it now. He's going to go far, maybe put him in 127. I don't know. I don't know. Just going to leave that there. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want him in 127, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I feel like 127 really is like perfect as it is currently. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the concept that I'm really wanting to come out of this debut for Shotaro is for them to finally have a Japanese unit. So him oh, and Utah, and probably Ty because and probably Marvin. oh god, never mind, <laughs> don't do yeah. that. No, literally. <laughs> okay, I'm putting this up. If they do do a NCT Japanese unit, it's going to be Utah, Shotaro, Mark, Ty, and probably a new member. And let's throw in. Let's throw in a main vocal. Um, uh, let's Do Young. Let's throw him in there. Like it's gonna be something like that. I I can already see it because there's just first of all, it'd be stupid of them not to do that. Oh God, yeah. Lee Suman has been trying to do oh. this whole rotational unit for a while. So I guess congratulations, you finally did it. Okay, pause for technical difficulties. Please send all your hate mail to zencaster.com. That is Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com. They couldn't uh, even afford it, the E at the end, so that tells you <laughs> how great this platform is. One day they're going to get mad at me for frequently saying that. <laughs> they don't know. Ban- and then they're going to ban us from the software. I mean whatever (laughs) by that time it'll be fine right hopefully by then there will be a better setup yeah because this oh 
Anyways, I gotta like, I gotta drink water. What? Hold on. <laughs> started sweating because we thought we lost 40 minutes of content. It really like as soon as like I saw you go gray, I'm like, oh no, Zencast was gonna fuck up. And then I refreshed the page, and the track didn't come up. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? What do you mean I can't scroll down anymore to see my track? And that's when I started panicking. <laughs> <laughs> you looked like every NCT member when they see Hachan coming. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, but back to what we were talking about. So, Shotaro has had an amazing debut, and also his buddy Sungchan has had a good debut as well. I'm... I'm still kind of feeling him out and seeing what his deal is, but I did like his performance on, was it Misfit and uh, Lightbulb and 90s Love? He's doing good. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, Shotaro did have a little bit of an advantage being the first of the new Neos to, you know, be really put out there because even in the Misfit track video, you know, you still didn't really get a sense. There was no like interviews and promotion or anything like that for that specific track. So I think Shotaro had a little bit of an advantage. Like we could see more of his personality, but now with like 90s love and everything, I think like Sungchan is like, he's he's moving up slowly, slowly but surely. He's he's tall as hell. So. Oh yeah, he's part of the, he's part of the big, big boy group with uh, Jungwoo and Johnny and Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, he's super tall and super lanky. I'm just like, where do you keep finding these men? <laughs> these tall ass men. Where do you find them? And Growing can I go there? Lab. Growing them in a lab. On it. Well, it's SM. SM be doing some shady shit though. I mean, especially Lee Suman and <laughs> if you've ever heard Lee Suman explain anything about his projects, you really do get the whole mad scientist vibe. <laughs> it's so like, let's listen. Let's not even get started on this whole AI Espa thing. Cause watching that interview, I literally was like, are you dumb? You know, okay, moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> you sound, <laughs> no, you sound like Remy Ma. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? <laughs> Literally. Are you dumb? That was me the entire time. Are you dumb? Like, are, are you even running this company anymore? Who are you in this company anymore? Someone well, help. the CEO. That's Chris. So. He's just, he's just producing shit. Like, please calm down. Someone get him, like, a tranquil. No, that's mean. Sorry. But, like, calm down. <laughs> Somebody get him a Percocet. Something. <laughs> Like, dang, like, thank you for producing these amazing idols that we've had so far, but I think you're getting a little, a little too, too far right now. Yeah, okay, so shall we talk about Wavy now as the most recently debuted unit after uh, these two? Yes. Wavy, what can I say about the wonderfulness and crackheadedness of Wavy? First off, I just want to say that Wavy, as a unit, is really sickening in terms of visuals. 
Like, oh not a God, visual yeah. hole in sight. Like, it's kind of disgusting, actually. It's kind of like, if you put Wavy all in a line and you just go down the line, like, you cannot say that any of them is not attractive. Like, it's just not, like, even, like, yeah, we like NCT, like, we're in Citizens, but, like, objectively, each one is attractive. And I'm just like, again, what farm <laughs> do I need to go to? What to lab? Exactly. To find, like, how? How did this happen? How did he? I, uh, it blows my mind. Again, Lee Suman is probably an evil genius, and this is how this happened. But it's insane. They all work well together. They, they're all good-looking. They're all talented. I I just if he predicted the future. He really did. And, and said the, Yeah. He said this is it and it was. Ugh. Like every time I've I so I started standing in C T, like actively standing around the time that Takeoff and Dream and Dream Plan uh were released. So I'm just like it's sickening sickening how fine all of them are you like got coon who's like daddy and then you have like lucas my personal kryptonite (laughs) he's so annoying because like the isn't it true that um lucas was casted off the street yeah he was one of the ones that was street casted and all he did was walk. All he did, because I think originally he was casted by SM as a model, not a not for idol anything. Ugh, and they knew what they're doing because he's he's a natural. That face is just he yep. can do anything with that. Face. And then he and then he smiles and he looks so goofy that it's so cute. What and a himbo! I'm, he really is a himbo. I had to explain this to somebody the other day. And I was like, Lucas is such a himbo. And she was like, a what ho? And I'm like, a himbo. Look it up. And she comes back to me like an hour later. Oh my god. He's a himbo. Like, some people, I think, get too sensitive about that word. And also, just in general, so many K-pop fans are too sensitive. But to me, he fits, like, the definition of himbo. Just, like, really tall, really hot, kind of (laughs) slow. And, like, I'm sure, like, and you guys have to understand, we're basing this off of, you know, the facade of the idol that they show up, show us, you know, like, it's not, I don't, we don't know Lucas personally. I'm sure he's a very bright young man, but what he shows us in NCT, he's hot and he's loud and you know oh my god he's so loud but all of wavy is loud yeah if we have to talk about like loudest unit of nct it's It's, wavy it's wavy like 127 comes a little bit close but that's if they get like really hyper but wavy everything that i've seen like every variety show every time they're together basically loud fun like i can't help but you know want to be their friend and i think for me personally, that's how I got into Wavy. Like, their music is great, 
but I was already well, the music like music doesn't miss with Wavy. That's yeah. the other thing. The music has not missed with Wavy since day one. Since like, day take one. Off. Hello. Listen. <laughs> A hit. <laughs> take off was one of the first like NCT dances that I learned because I love that song so much. It's so good. It's a it's great dance. So, it's so, so good. But I got into Wavy more so because of their personalities. And then the music kind of came secondary, even though the music is so good. Like Takeoff and Moonwalk are like still are like one of in my top 10 NCT songs. Yeah, I love Takeoff. Love, love, love Takeoff. And just, you know, rounding out the members of Wavy is Tin, Xiaojun, Winwin, Yang Yang, and, well, Hendry, but he's... <laughs> We're... For the sake of the podcast, <laughs> podcasts are timeless, so we don't know what's going to happen. So Hendry is also there. Um, but since this is a black incident podcast, yeah. he's kind of in the po- he's definitely in the doghouse as Wait. of this recording. He's on pause right now until he's further on notice. the sick and shut in list, honestly. Um, <laughs> but Hendry is there, yeah. He's a, he's a member of Wavy and NCT, yeah. He, he's contributed. <laughs> okay, we need to stop because. <laughs> Listen, we're allowed to feel our feelings because that whole Rasta hat mess was a mess and it just continues to get worse. Yeah, it's it, it's not the best that's happening right now. And I've seen so many arguments and so many things. And I'm just like, you know what? I'll just see what happens in a month. We know SM. We know they're not going to say shit. It's SM. Have they ever said shit? No. We know oh, that yeah, they're still letting Chin run around. So mm-hmm. <laughs> my point exactly. My and point. That, and by the way, that was not a drag about his uh, marriage and child. That was about his Kochi Kinte comments. Just like, to be yeah. real. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about the other members of Wavy and how much I love Yang Yang. I love Ten. I love that those two bicker like brothers all the time. It's the most <laughs> like it's the cutest thing. I'm just like, oh, you guys are so Yang Yang is like such like little brother vibes. Like I really want him to be like my younger brother because he's like that little brother that's like into video games and like a hype beast and all that stuff. And I just want to be like, you're you're great you're just great he's also like little brother status with the way he's always accidentally cursing yeah <laughs> are we supposed to put this i mean uh-huh <laughs> are we supposed to put this stuff in here yep <laughs> we can also trust we can also trust yang yang with the ox cord so there's oh, that yeah. as well great, great music taste music amazing music taste like Please share some more on Bubble and on Instagram or whatever because, like, literally every song that he's recommended, I'm like, oh, I like that song. Or I've gone and, like, downloaded it and been like, oh, okay, I see where you're coming from. So, great job. Hopes. I I hope he gets a radio show, to be honest. I feel like he would do well. I feel like, you know, after um, Renjuan and Chunla, I feel like Yang Yang could be next. I think so. I I really hope. 
So I still also really want Full Sun Radio to be a regular thing. I I don't understand why they didn't do. I mean, I guess it would be hard. Why didn't they do it for NCT twenty twenty? I was one hundred percent expecting it. Yeah, honestly, it was probably COVID. Oh um, yeah, that's true. We're in a pandemic. Fuck. Yeah, stands be forgetting. I be forgetting. <laughs> Yeah, but like, yeah, still hoping for 30, 34.7 hertz radio as well. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the next unit, which is NCT Dream. Your your bias, I think. The I think it's so weird that NCT Dream is my favorite unit, to be honest. But I've said this before on Twitter, and I think it's because Shiny's my ultimate group. They're yeah. I I love them so much. I think we are definitely two Pearl Aqua people with yeah. Neo Champagne wigs on. So honestly, <laughs> honestly, my wig is right over there. <laughs> um, we switch our wigs up every week. Over every here. single week. So um, yeah, I don't. I think that their discography is the closest to Shiny. I could see that. For me, especially like their B-sides really sound like, I'm like, this should have been a Shiny song. Like, y'all, Dream Run, come on. That's You're always shiny. talking about Dream Run. <laughs> because like, it's bl- like other ones that I think are like, are questionable, but Dream Run is like the superhuman of NCT Dream. Like that is obviously a Shiny song that probably should have gone to them but they made it sound younger and you know therefore it went to dream but i love i love dream's discography i love it more than 127 sorry Mm. (laughs) y'all well let's talk about the members of nct dream which currently well child let's not talk about the graduation system i think Um, we have to though because it doesn't exist anymore and i'm so happy (laughs) That was yeah. the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. So, okay, well, I guess it's a, a, a explanatory comma. So if you're a random person listening to this podcast and, like, using it to get into NCT, NCT Dream's concept originally was supposed to be the unit for the younger, more teen members of the group. And once members turned, was 20? Yeah members would turn 20 they would graduate out of nct dream into another unit this worked successfully only once (laughs) with one time (laughs) with mark graduating into nct 127 and then fans complained and nct dream also did really extremely well commercially so that made the plans kind of seem a little bit shaky so as of now, NCT Dream is rotational unit as the same as NCTU. But the current members include Hechan, Jeno, Chunla, Renjuan, Jamin, the Demon, <laughs> Mark, and Montara. G-Song, yeah! <laughs> I would have got there. 
I know you. I I saw you working. You were working towards that. But I maybe like, I started looking around like G Dragon when he couldn't remember that that was his talk. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, I started like counting on my fingers. I'm like, who am like, I missing? Minute. I'm missing a child. She's a baby. The baby of NCT as a whole. Yeah, so Disung is still the youngest member of NCT. Despite the two new additions, he is still the youngest. So shout out yeah. to you, Jisung. He's <laughs> Jisung has grown so much. He's tall as hell. And also, like, his voice is changing. Yeah. 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 Uh, please, SM, <laughs> please have him sing more. Like, that baritone voice deserves, you know, more than two lines in a song thank you very much yeah but i do you know i really do like a couple of tracks from nct dream and jamin is like my bias wrecker in nct dream mm. because he's a demon <laughs> he literally it's either he's just sitting there staring into space or he's off the wall there is no in between i have never seen i haven't Actually, no, no, no. I have actually never seen Jamin be like normal in between human being. It's one or the other. And I don't think that's ever going to change. And I think it's because he drinks Americanos with like six shots of espresso. Like, K Nuts have like dubbed it like poison, what he drinks. I mean, I've, I. Mm, yeah, we won't talk about the number of shots of espresso I'd be putting in my coffee. Everybody, please don't try this at home. It's not safe, especially on an empty stomach, which I'm sure you and Jamin both do. No, you weirdos. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. It's like an empty stomach. Well, he does that. Do you I'm too, see, see. At like age twenty, that was like okay to do, but like at age thirty, like my body just doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, we're struggling. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love Javen so much because of how he's just such a sweetheart too. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he like he tells fans that he loves them more than like their parents, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Honestly, he's he he's the fan sign boyfriend. He's like the the boyfriend in general. Like he's very sweet. He's very kind. If you watch like his fan sign videos on YouTube, like he's very attentive, and he's just like a sweet kid. Like you can't. There's nothing to very hate. sweet boy. Yeah, there's nothing to hate about Jamin. Like he's just very sweet and soft, and sometimes he just won't shut up, and that's okay. <laughs> And crazy with his little crackhead laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say this to end off, Jamin. Sexy. <laughs> Y'all better let that man grow up. <laughs> he just like why? Why are why is that your tagline? Why? <laughs> oh Lord. Jesus. He did that to himself. I mean, he loves it. I think I think uh one thing that is nice about the NCT concept is you do get to see the the boys kind of grow into 
you know, older artists. Yeah. Like, it's always interesting to watch an artist grow, um, like, in age and both in, like, choices and stuff. And I feel like the Make-A-Wish era really gave Jamin a chance to, like, step out of being just a dreamy and yeah. uh, get to be, you know, along with uh, the rest of Make-A-Wish unit uh <laughs> nct's latest thought <laughs> <laughs> honestly and i think the same for jenno and the whole misfit track video it was kind of like oh okay like he's he's growing up they're all growing up and becoming artists young men, young men and you know really honing in their craft and going on to do things and am i gonna cry maybe um because i, I mean, just remember them especially the from when... home the from home video that just dropped recently a you thousand know, launched a thousand tears of that was not nice he's so <laughs> that was not nice because i remember jisung is like specifically with like this bowl cut haircut at like i saw a video of him years ago at an sm town like, they did, like, a little stage or whatever. And I remember that video instantly. And I'm like, my child, <laughs> he's grown up so much. And all, and even Jeno, like, he was tiny. They were all tiny as hell. Ooh, they were tiny. Yeah, now they're all really tall. Yeah. I think the only the people, I think the only people who are, like, still sort of average height is, like, Chun-La. Renjin's really tiny. Yeah. Well, we love we love our uh, our Chinese members of NCT Dream. They're so cute. Chunla really has. This is. I'll say this. I want to be friends <laughs> with Chunla because you know has, why that is, right? Because he doesn't care. That's Sag why. Club. Because he's a Sagittarius, just yeah, like us. I think, <laughs> like literally, and also, be. I think because. This, I don't know if this is going to offend anybody. I think because he's so rich and has so much money, like, he really does not need to be there. So he he's really like, doesn't. He, he doesn't. could buy SM. Exactly. He's set. So he's like, I'm going to say what I want to say. And if I get in trouble, do you want $100? Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> and it's so funny because every time, like, the Dreamies do, like, a V Live or any variety show or that one re- weekly idol um, off of, I think, Reload era, where he was just spilling, like he was just saying whatever he wanted to say, and I was like, you know what? Yes, show them. You don't need to be under SM's hand because honestly, you could buy ten SMs. You go, Chunla. I just my favorite thing that he recently did was like he got on V Live and it's like exam time in Korea, so I think a fan was like, "Oh, I should be studying instead of watching this." So then he said, "Okay, then I'll just end this live so that you actually go study." Yeah, like he <laughs> he does not care, and I love that about him. He's very much like I am who I am, and I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say because I have the confidence of a rich kid. It is what it is. And I love him for that. Keep being you, Tumla. Alright, so shall we talk about the final, at least the final current unit of NCT 127? Oh god. Yeah. Alright, so we can start with our leader and our father of NCT, uh, T.Y. Track. T.Y. Track. Boom, you some up. Uh, uh, <laughs> T.Y. Track. <laughs> 
too attractive. <laughs> the way I walk around my house saying that all the time. Honestly, what an iconic debut for young Taeyong to hop on a track with the gorgeous ladies of Red Velvet. <laughs> and and that's all anyone remembers. Take my track. Boom is a song. Boom is a song. Uh-uh. See your track. See your track. Oh, so oh, iconic. Man. I love Taeyong so much. Me too. I just... He's just... When I think of an idol that I can rely on, not to a full extent, but, you know, to an idol fan relationship, I think of T.Y. I think of Jinky and T.Y., <laughs> to be honest. But I just feel like he... Just as a human being, he just he just has it together. As a talented artist, he just has it together. So yeah, that's I love him. Yeah, I love I love Taeyong. I I just have a lot of respect for him too because the amount of pressure he's under, and he just like kills it every time. And just, like, the way that, you know, he walked into SM with, like, super subpar dance skills and came out of it, like, a main dancer is just so amazing. And just, like, uh, and his rap skills. I would, you know, shade to Sechan and, like, Minho and, you know, and Hyuk and all of them. But Taeyong and Mark are probably SM's first real rappers, yeah. I would say. For them to come out of SM is very surprising, but that just—that yeah. just—that's their talent. They're talented in that area, and SM was like, "Okay, we got this. We got to develop it," which amazing. Yeah, and that's a nice segue to talk about Mark, Mark Lee, <laughs> Mark Lee. Aww. Oh, what a baby! We love Mark Lee and his awkwardness. He's just Dosha so sad. <laughs> Big boobs. <laughs> Watching Mark Mark try to explain every single song that has been blatantly about sex, but he can't say that. There are What's literally to heaven about. Exactly, there are literally videos that on YouTube watch Mark Lee explain sex without saying sex for 10 minutes. <laughs> they need to stop doing that to him. That poor child. <laughs> just because, listen, just because he can speak English, like, he's like in Super M and Highway to Heaven. That genius interview was hilarious, by the way. You guys should go watch it if you have a chance, if you haven't already, but dang, they really... Just, just say sex, Mark. Just say it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> love Mark. Mark, my recently a uh, mutual of mine on Twitter has been like going through it over Mark. Just oh. like every day, she's just like, "Oh, Mark, does he like sandwiches? I would like to make <laughs> him one." <laughs> I'm just like, "Are you okay? What no. did Mark do to you?" <laughs> but Mark's such a sweet boy and oh such a 
truly talented rapper. I cannot yeah. wait until his first rap solo. It's it's going to be amazing. He improves every single song. It's like, ah, uh, like I just can't wait. His first rap solo is going to be so good. I feel like his voice was made for rapping. You know what I mean? Because there's rappers out there, especially in K-pop, that you can just tell that they needed you to do something, so it was rap. So, I said it, sorry. Um, But I feel like Mark's voice was made for that type of cadence, and it just fits so well, and he knows how to control it. If you ever watch the 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 behind-the-scenes recording things for NCT, he has such a good command of his voice, the producer will say, hey, can you do this? And he's got it. He'll give a suggestion, give an example, and he's got it. It's insane to me that he, I don't know, he's an artist. Like, what the fuck am I talking about? He knows what he's doing. Anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's honestly so proud of you, Mark. So proud. So happy. So just, woo. And he was Good raised job, well. Yeah, good job. Shout out to you, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lee in Canada. (laughs) Shout out to Canada. (laughs) And the best thing about Mark being from Canada is no enlistment. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) Yep, honestly. Um, So the other members of 127 include Jungwoo, also Heichan, but we've already... Well, do you want to talk about Heichan now? Um, Hechan Ace. That's all Hechan I gotta say. Center. Hechan, your hope could never. When? <laughs> That's it. Actually, there is a screenshot going around Twitter about a Mark and Hechan um, station song rumored to happen in the beginning of next year. Ooh, that would be so fire. Just putting that out there. Prepare yourselves. Woo, man, I'm not even ready for that. I didn't know that. Now you now you got me sweating. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, that's going to be great. Those two, uh, they're so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jungwoo, Johnny, Jaehyun, Taeyeol, Doyoung. I just have to say, um, Taeyeol, voice of a generation. Honestly, voice of a generation. That's the vocal holy trinity right there. Doyoung, Taeyeol, Jaehyun. Yep. Those bridges, when we get a bridge including those three and Hechan to like wrap it up, I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just know. Chuch. Chuch. Exactly. Basically, the coming home NCTU unit, that one. Yep. Mm hmm. That one. We need more of that one. Yeah. And F y'all who didn't stream it because it was great. <laughs> who didn't stream it? Any because, names. Right. Like you gonna pull up because oh it's so good. Yes. The vote that is the vocals. Like, I mean SM always got vocals, but whoo. Honestly, and I think Jungwoo is like on his way with like a little bit more training. You know, I think he's like on his way to being that because his voice is really nice. I enjoy his voice quite a bit, a lot. Um, 
So when he gets there, oof. It's over. Yeah. I think it's also that Jungwoo had to take a break so so quickly after his debut. Like, yeah. his debut on Boss was, like, immaculate. That's all um, anybody was talking about. Yeah. Him and Lucas literally just completely tore off the roof in Boss. It's just a shame that Jungwoo um, had to take a break so quickly after debut because I think that kind of, you know... We didn't get to sort of ride the wave of Jungwoo is everything yeah. era. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like also in um, Punch and in Neozone, he kind of got like a new like rev, like he got revved up in his vocals. And I think that he's on the right track. And I'm ex- I'm so excited for whatever they come out next year. Oh, I love Punch, man. <laughs> As soon as Punch starts, I'd be like, Yeah, <laughs> my soul ascends. I just want to like punch a wall. Have you seen that fan cam somebody made of Punch to like a bunch of street fights? Yes. <laughs> I think I have it saved somewhere. Honestly, Literally bad. NCD may be the ghetto on Stan Twitter, but. Y'all Literally the best, the the most fun, like funny jokes fandom. Literally, like really, really funny. Like props, props to End City. You always make me laugh, no matter what the situation is. I'm always gonna find something they made to laugh at. funny. I mean, it was it was funny. It was really funny. <laughs> also, shout out to Jaehyun in general because Jaehyun, like, I be ignoring him. Because I'd be like, you too fine. Something makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> He's too good looking, too nice. Too yeah. like he was top of his class. Like, what hmm, I'm gonna side eye you for a little bit. Yeah, something gotta be wrong over there. But <laughs> I do I do appreciate how like unironically funny Jahan is. Like or like accidentally funny. Yeah. Like the the IG live of him rolling up that window when somebody started coughing <laughs> lives in my head rent free. <laughs> he literally glanced outside and put his finger on the thing and just rolled up the fucking window. I was like, wow. Okay. Oh my goodness. Are you gonna talk about Jonathan? Um, since you're the unofficial Joe fam of this podcast. Jonathan Suh. John J. Suh. Jonathan. Please. I just... I, I And that's my review of Johnny. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. He is just, to me, he is like in terms of aesthetic physique on a man, that's it. That's it for me. And then on Joe top Fams. of that, he's pretty. I Listen. <laughs> Joe fans are so funny to me because I don't, like, yeah, Johnny is attractive, but he's not, like, my type. Mm. <laughs> so every time I try to ask a Joe fam, like, so what do you like about Johnny? And it's just, like, y'all just turn into like little no thoughts. blobs melting into the ground. I think 
think it's be I also think it's because he from what I find, he's just very personable. He is very personable. He's very personable. He's good looking. He leave the rapping behind, Jonathan, please. Oh, yeah. Saying, and CT, we mobbing. Where? <laughs> where? In the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, yeah, that's, he's just very, I feel like he's, out of everybody in NCT, and I think it's because he grew up in the U.S., and sometimes he'll say shit, like, out of left field, and I'm like, oh, that's right, you're American, fuck. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Not my problem. Exactly. Like, things <laughs> like that, it's just really relatable, and it just makes him more personable. He has a great personality. He's good looking. He's talented. He, it's just an all around. And also his journey to debut in NCT also. It's just all of that like wrapped up in a package is like, here you go. And I'm just like, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this. And that's it. And that's Jonathan. That's not his full name, actually. It's just John. <laughs> but It's I'm absolutely gonna... just Johnny, but... <laughs> Uh, Joe fam, as you can see, as Kat is losing it right now, they create all these kinds of variations of his name to to make it through. I think he said, like, literally his full name is John, I think John J. Suh, and that's it. Like, it's not Johnny, it's not Jonathan, but I'm gonna call him Jonathan <laughs> until... You know, he tells me otherwise in person. Well, hopefully one day Mark and Johnny will join us on this podcast. If that ever happens, I'm going to need to have an ambulance ready and waiting (laughs) at the end. Just so you know. I'm going to be cool during the podcast, but I will need to have an ambulance for afterwards. I need at least two sailing bags. That's all. That's some, all I'm gonna some, say. some nitro to spray because so, your heart is going to lose it. Listen, get the paddles ready. <laughs> Not get the paddles. <laughs> Just saying. Anyways, moving on. Oh, okay. So I don't think we missed any members. Do you? Um, no, I think we talked about pretty much. Yeah, I think we touched on everybody. Or we we at least said everyone's name. Yeah. Did we did we mention Win Win? I feel like Yeah, I mentioned okay. Win Win when we talked about Wavy. Oh, my baby. Okay. Yeah, you also mentioned how you think he's fine or whatever, so <laughs> <laughs> he's just adorable, okay? Moving on. Honestly, shout out to Win Win because when Win Win was like my favorite activities involve lying down, I was like, Me too. <laughs> Me too, bro. Also, please watch and citizens, please watch Winformation. His, I feel like, compared to all other NCT content, like his doesn't get as many views. Just please go watch it. It's fun. It's funny. The latest episode was him and Kuhn cooking eggs, and Winwin was terrible at it. So it's a fun time. Please go watch Winformation. Thank you. 
All right. So now shall we actually like review the epicness that is the seven since debut? <sighs> I'm ready. I'm ready. First off, the way that that baseline came in, like, who, who do they think they are? <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. Who the hell do you think you are to start off a song, first of all, with T.Y.'s deep-ass voice? That baseline. Right. Who, like, Lisa Mon produced this. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna... He's a genius, okay? He's whatever. He's a he's a musical genius, blah blah blah, producer. Like, thank you for this because it hit so hard out the gate that the rest of the song just went higher and higher and higher and I was like, "Yep. Yep, this is the best debut song I've ever heard in my life." That's like one of my favorite things about Taeyong too is like his um the voices he takes on i feel like mark has a very straightforward like this is the voice i rap in like 99 of the time and it's yeah. great but i think i the thing i love about taeyong which is you know reminds me a lot of like his sort of uh rap like generation wise is those like crazy ass voices he does like I love Taeyong's singing voice. I love his rap voice. I love his rap singing voice. I love his English voice. Yeah. I love his Korean voice. I just I love that he can you know manipulate his voice to create these different uh, effects, and he did it so well right yeah. out the gate. I think he really thinks about these things. Like he literally will sit there and you know think about the song, think about the lyrics, and think about. How he should present his voice, and he does it well every time. I don't think he's ever missed, to be honest. So, yeah, I don't think so either. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, man, the seventh sense. Also, the dance. Like, I come. Well, we come from an era of like K-pop dances where, like, oh, yeah, they were hard, but like, the standard. One and two and three and four and five. Yeah. <laughs> And seven and eight and one and two, like the the standards of most K-pop dance groups now is like so insane. And then also for NCT to like not sound bad doing that level of dancing. Woo! Yeah, it was a pretty hard dance. I remember on YouTube everybody was doing dance covers of it, but it took. You know, there's those YouTubers that, you know, learn to dance right away and they have the video out the next day. Like, I remember people saying, like, oh, this is taking us a while to do because it's so different from what we're used to. And it's it's a very artistic dance to go with a very not normal, not SM standard song. Like, this song was very different from yeah, what for SM a day out. Yeah, for a debut song, I definitely would have expected something like the other song that was released around that time, which is, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about it, which is Without You, but, like, The Seventh Sense, if you compare it to, like, Mama and uh, Replay, um, Girls' Generation, Suju, like, yeah, yeah, definitely not <laughs> similar. It's definitely not safe, either. It wasn't very... Um... It wasn't super marketable. You know, it's a very, you know, lo-fi, hip-hop, hard bass 
sound that not everybody likes. The general public does not like that sound. Yeah, and it also is not really an SM thing either because SM is not the lo-fi hip-hop label. That has always been sort of YG's lane. So Yeah, YG, sometimes JYP, but never SM. And I was so surprised when... The only reason, like I spoke about earlier, I knew about this because I saw Mark's uh, teaser. And that's the only reason I knew it was an SM song when I heard the music was because I, I knew Mark Lee and I knew him from SM Rookies unless he had switched labels like it's a, it's a very new sound i really appreciate that sm said you know we have this new concept we have this new group let's add also a new sound because it's very very easy to do what works and do what you know is going to make you money Ooh. anyway just sorry my brain is just like oh my goodness like I just still remember how insane it was for me to hear some sound like that come out of SM. After 10 years of listening to SM groups, it was like, oh, what? Is this? Hold on. Is this, uh, is this SM? Huh? Also, let's talk about 10 because them selling 10 as like this sort of hip hop, like. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so like opposite comparative what he like actually does now yeah looking back it's kind of like whoa okay no he's not like they gave him like an like a undercut and like uh his hair had like i don't know what they're called in his hair they had like slits in there whatever trying to make him look like hip-hop and hard and oversized clothes and i'm just like what and then dream in a dream (laughs) And then dream in a dream. <laughs> Jeez. But somehow Ten still rocked it. Yeah, shout like, out to you, Ten. He did it. You know, he he got through that. <laughs> he got through all of that. And I remember in when that video came out, Ty was very. Everybody was talking about Ty because oh, who's the Jack guy? Frost? Yeah, Jack Frost, silver hair. And then um, Mark with his, and that's a long ass ride. That was the joke of the century. We're still saying it. We're still saying it. That was such a good, he was so young. That was such a good introduction for Mark because his rapping was so good and so well-developed for being so young. Um, And then we had Jaehyun and Doyoung. And I just remember listening to Jaehyun's voice and I was like, finally another baritone thank you yeah. they are pretty rare over at sm um i don't understand why <laughs> it's probably because it's just easier to do k-pop if your tenors are all bacon <laughs> oh okay well, that's a good point actually <laughs> like, that's a very good point like i mean you know, it's much easier to stick them in any unit if they have the range of, like, a high tenor versus a baritone. That's true. Cause that's what people like, I guess. Well, you know, this is why we also have, like, most girl groups singing in soprano, even though 
most women are not sopranos. That's a con- listen. I could talk about that for six hours. Yeah, <laughs> we won't get into that. We won't this, get into that. <laughs> this episode is already going on. So, um, you want to talk about without you now? Yes. So without you is another one of my like favorite NCT songs. It's just very catchy. It's very SM, as Tara said earlier. Yeah. It's very like if this came out like as their only song i'd be like yeah that makes sense it's good it makes sense um very rock contemporary rock vibes um what's interesting about this song is that there was two units for this song the first one was um jayhan so young and i think that's it just them three yeah it was just the three yeah and then they came out with a Chinese version and added Kuhn to it. So Kuhn actually debuted with NCTU. He was part of like the very, very first debut unit way back in 2016. But SM really never went anywhere with that. Um, but there are two versions if you want to listen to both of them, the Korean and Chinese version. Also, Win-Win was in the Without You music video for like two seconds. Shout out to Win-Win. Win-win, clearing the checks back in the... See, this is why the whole is wavy NCT argument never made any sense, because the Chinese members have been there. From the beginning, Kuhn was there since NCT's debut as a whole. Yeah, so I don't know... Honestly, child, they still talking about some NCT 2020 was a project for Wavy, but they're not part of NCT. I, they're not. No. <laughs> I guess whatever keeps whatever, whatever helps, helps you sleep, sleep at night. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep. If that helps you sleep peacefully, so you can get up and be your best the next day, believe that, girl. <laughs> so pathetic. Whatever you need to do to make you feel better. Even though it's outside of reality. <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. Jesus. Yeah. Anyways. What a freaking mess. The damn separatists in N-City will never make sense to me. But back to Without You, I do love the sort of lighthearted, very much like pop, like K-pop, uh, SM typical debut song that with it, Without You sounds like. Which reminds me something you said just now. The the riskier choice paid off because I feel like NCT U's uh, debuting with something like the Seven Cents really laid the groundwork for um, the groups to be able to release more sort of experimental noise music, so to speak. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. I agree with that. And I think that um, SM has done this before a bunch of times with, not with debuts, but with just releases. They'll release something that's more experimental and then also release the quote-unquote B-side or another song um, that is more on the safe side just to have their bases covered, which I think is really, really smart. Um, One thing that I want to point out is that this was also produced by Lee Suman, but it was also written by Yu Young Jin, who is someone that has done like a bunch of probably your favorite songs. He was on Regular, Dropping, Baby Don't Stop, Red Velvet Psycho, Boss, and more recently, Espa's Black Mamba. So, oh yeah, shout out to you. 
Yeah. Shout out to New Young Jin. He'd be out here. He'd be he on really, some tracks too. I know. He he really be out here. I'm like, you're probably a millionaire and would you are Him, you married? Adrian McKinnon and Kenzie and Dim Joints are like the the infinity stones. <laughs> Literally. SM. Like those those is that literally five people? Yu <laughs> Young Jin, Dim Joints, Kenzie, Adrian yeah. McKinnon. That's four. Who else? Um, I, I feel mean, like there's one more person who. Oh, LDN Noise. LDN, okay, yeah, okay. Those yeah. are like the, the Infinity five stones. Infinity Stones at SM. Basically, if you get. Any number of the combination of those folks on a track, it's going to be fire. Yeah, and I feel like they just know this the SM sound, even if it's like more experimental. Sometimes I feel like they know when SM comes to them, they're like, "Okay, we know exactly what we need to provide to SM," and it works. And I appreciate the hell out of them. Thank you for giving us good music. All right, we're getting we're getting down the wire here. So let's go ahead and wrap up this episode before it gets too long. Um, So just to let y'all know, we are on social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a Twitter and an Instagram, which you can find at Negro. That's what N stands for on this podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Negro CT podcast you can also send us a curious cat ask us any questions opinions thoughts feelings um but anonymous is off so you will have to log in because we don't play that over here um so now we're in a little segment um before we close out with our nct songs of the week so yeah, um, my NCT song of the week is going to be a recent song because I'm in my feelings. Um, so from home, yes, is going to be my pick it's the rearranged version. They need yes. to release a studio version of the rearranged version, please, because I cannot keep watching that video in order to listen to it because it's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way i can listen to the rearranged version or even the live version um it's still like it still gets me emotional i just can't see them while i'm listening to the song so please sm release the studio version thank you all right my nct song of the week is from resonance as well but it is the nct dream track deja vu um yeah literally the song is like circus music or something and i still freaking love it like those have you seen that fan that updated nct fan cam of the dudes hitting the pots and pans and it's, it's to deja vu it's like no. shut up i'm listening to nct no i haven't can you send that to me <laughs> i'm gonna send that to you but yeah that's like to me deja vu is like perfect example of like earworm nct like song should not make sense and yet i freaking love it i love i love that song it's very um uh, zimzalabim yep <laughs> what, what is it, it like a xylophone it's like a xylophone right I ding, think, ding, 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 ding. like i think so but it works anyway I don't care what it is. It, yeah it, it's great 
I love Deja Vu. And yeah, that's my NCT song of the week. Um, so we're not going to be doing any polls or things like that. We're actually going to be reviewing the albums in order. Um, so you can expect us to be reviewing NCT 127's first mini album in the next episode. But if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, feelings, go ahead and hit us up on social media. I'm Tara. And I'm Kat. And this has been your first episode of Negro Culture Technology. See ya. Woo, bye. Yeah.